the first of the month. Get up, get up, get up. Catch your check and get up. It's the first of the month. Shout out to motherfucking Bone Thugs and Harmony. We're not. Um, what he say? Oh, fuck, I forgot it. Never mind. What's up, y'all? It's she gets it. It's Friday. It's October. First, we are here, and I got y'all with another episode. What's goody? We made it. We made it through another week successfully, and we didn't hurt nobody. I mean, I didn't. I don't know what you did. But uh, let's get into this topic today. Women feeling alone in ships. And I'm not saying just women feel alone in ships. I'm sure men feel alone in ships, but I just feel like men always find a outsource to where they feel lonely whether it's games whether it's picking up extra hours at work whether it's hanging out more with their boys whether it's other pussy i'm just saying they usually find outlets for the places that they have holes in their relationships with their ship person okay their shipmate i want to um give my own insight and window into my last relationship on how I was a woman feeling alone in a ship and I had to come to um a decision that if I'm gonna feel like this if I'm gonna feel single in a relationship then I would rather be single okay it's a real discussion is happening to people every day. There's someone that's sitting in a marriage and they feel very lonely. There's someone fit, sitting in a two-year relationship and they feel very lonely. There's someone in a 15-year relationship with no real commitment and they have like <laughs> marriage issues and they feel lonely as fuck and they two strangers passing each other. And because life works, because... um you know, quote-unquote family works, how it is is what it is works, they don't change it. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Because (laughs) we're not finna do that. I'm not finna do that. Okay? Okay! Um, I think I updated a merch. I updated it on Sunday. So you could check who is Shan Shop for updated merch. You could check um She Gets It Pod for updated merch if y'all want some merch. If y'all want to support the show. Because all the monies for the things that you buy, I appreciate because I can put it into doing something more for the podcast. Um, as far as donations, if you just want to straight donate to the show, you can donate to the link that's in red circle in the show description page. Either way, I adore you. Thank you to the people that came in the Zoom Saturday night. Um, the podcasters, Mike and I will be doing an episode soon. Soon come. Um, yeah, all that. I appreciate it. Let's get back to the show.
All right, so <clears throat> let me see. Let me count them out. One, two, three, four, five. All right, so relationship five for me, which was the last one. Um, the last relationship I had, uh, homie was someone I knew, um, BK before kids, but we were just cool. We never explored being more at all. Okay. Um, but when we did agree to try a relationship years later, to me, homie was too hot and cold. When I say that, I mean like off and on for me. Um, I would send texts, he would read them, he would not respond. But if I turn off my read receipts and we're in a discussion, he would get upset about my read receipts being off. Why? I will call, he won't answer, or I'll call and then he'll call back. But by the time he called back with the work that I was doing, I could not call him. And then after he would call, he would leave a text and be like, see, you don't answer. See, um, you don't text back fast enough. Sir, you be hot and cold and I don't get instant re um, responses from you. I don't get text messages from texts that you. I see that you read. So how you getting on me? When he would answer it, it was a discussion about me, what's going on with me, um, uh, what's new. Is there any issue? Is there like something you need that I could throw money at? He was a fix your problems with him giving you money type shit. I don't like that. I'm not that girl. But in his past, he has dealt with women who money fixes shit. Money makes them happy, right? That was a whole nother issue. Um... And he would, whenever I would try to get insight on him to see what his mood is like, to see what's going on with him, it was always little about him. There were no long calls, but we grown. We both have kids. We both have a job that needs us. We both have shit to do. I'm not expecting long calls, but I'm expecting more than like I'm driving home. I'm expecting more than like, you know, I'm at home, but I don't have good reception, which he didn't have good reception in that fucking house. Um, and he would move around shit in there to see where he got better reception to have a call. But I just felt like my walls were down for me being open with somebody and his wasn't. And he was always busy, busy, busy and he was the type of person that never said no to work, especially the fact that he lived close to his job. He never said no to work. So like engagement with us was mad sporadic. You're already out of state. Um, days without calling. Not because I'm not calling, but because I reached out. He hasn't reached out and he would just go days without calling. We would go days without speaking. There's no point in me texting you because you're going to read it and piss me off and not respond. Um, he did uh, tell me that he dealt with depression, which I've never been with anybody that dealt with depression. But another thing that pissed me off about that is he knows he deals with depression. And I asked him, I said, what are you doing 
um, to help you with that. You know, are you are you journaling? Do you go see a therapist? Uh, are you taking meds? Like, how bad is it? Don't want to get into it. Don't want to. I just deal with depression. You don't deal with depression. You are aware that you suffer with depression, but you are not physically doing anything to get out of that. And to me, for someone who knows that they deal with depression or anxiety and you're not doing anything to combat it or make it better, you're just knowing the fact that you that's something you deal with and you had the nerve to want a relationship with another individual, that's selfish. Because if you want a relationship to be better and you want to move forward in a relationship and have solutions, then you need to figure out the solutions to the issue that you know you have. Doesn't that make sense? Um, As far as like respecting me and uh, driving to see me, yeah, he would drive four or five hours to come see me, but it was never like a long stay. It was like we spent time together an hour or two, and he would turn right around, get in his car, and drive four or five hours back. Like, that was, like, no problem for him. But the reality of it, with both of us working in our schedules, how often can you do that? How often can you maintain that? And even with me, I offered to drive to go see him. No, I don't want you driving here. Um, There's certain places that you shouldn't be driving. What are you going to do with the girls? da 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 so I was like, okay, okay, okay. He was the type of person that wanted to go above and beyond for you. But when you tried to reciprocate it and do above and beyond shit for him, he was the type of person that made you feel bad about wanting to do that. Again, did not understand that shit. Um, we never... Uh, we never really got like deep, deep talks about shit that he needed to regularly talk about until it was like, I had enough. I'm over it. You know what I'm saying? And um, it shouldn't take like, I'm at my limit. Now you talk type shit to happen. People should be able to talk in a relationship. Okay. Um, I just noticed something is off on the trampoline and I got to go fix it. Uh, It was long distance. And it was my second long distance relationship. So that was already rough, especially with our schedules and us having kids. But I know for sure I will never do that again in life. Like long distance is just something I can't tolerate. I'm not saying I don't trust a person long distance. I'm not saying, um, you know, good communication doesn't help. I'm just saying how my life is set up now, I cannot do long distance to me that's pointless to me that's um high school college shit we grown now you either making a decision to be here or you're not here period right um I felt hella single while in that relationship um even though he would drive to see me sometimes and I met him halfway once even our time together felt distant it felt like it felt like it was shit that he would want to say, that he wanted to say, or it was something that was on his mind that he wanted to express. And for me, y'all already know 
I talk my shit and I'm not hiding nothing in, in any relationship I'm in. I'm an open book. But to deal with someone that was so closed off like that was like, damn, what is it? What level of the relationship do you start opening up? What level of the relationship do you start talking or saying what you really feel, what you really think? And I think because his past relationship might have blew up in his face, um, not physically, but just like, damn, it's done. Um, I think he was like resistant to being as open. But at the same time, because we've known each other, you know, before I had kids for years, it's kind of like, damn, if you can't be open with me, then maybe you're not ready to be in a relationship. And I felt like he he physically wanted to be in a relationship. But as far as like um, sharing and being open and mentally being there, we couldn't connect because he wouldn't, he wouldn't open up. And um, I don't know if y'all ever fucked a person and physically y'all fucking, but mentally y'all other places. That's the worst shit. It's kind of like, clearly I'm not about to nut because there's no connection here. Um, You, you, the way that you fucking me is like, you don't want me to admire you in a way, but you want to admire me. And I'm okay with you admiring. I'm okay with you enjoying yourself. But I feel like we fucking on two different planets right now. And I would rather not. And that's what it felt like, right? Um, I knew him for years, but his personality was always off and on. I will say that, like, we would talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And then all of a sudden, for months, we don't talk. It wasn't, like, nothing bad that happened while we don't talk. It was just, like, we just don't talk. I can't build a relationship on unsureness. Two of my relationships that I've had where the man gave me Gave me a feeling that they were unsure about the success that would be our relationship, even though there was no issue. So, um, I just can't, I can't move like that. Uh, relationship number three was the same thing. We've never had any issues. We never had any arguments. It was decision time. I was living in New York. You were living in LA. Somebody had to make a decision to where they were going to move to further the relationship, which is fine. I visited LA, he visited New York. We needed to make a decision. Somehow with everything that was going on with me and I didn't have my own place in um New York, he didn't have his own place either. I mean, you you roomating basically with other engineers and producers in um LA, so you ain't have your own place either, but financially it would be easier for him to get his own place and me just live with him. But at the same time, I didn't want to do that move, not having no work, not having like money saved up, not having a driver's license, not having a car and know his schedule is sporadic and he would be like my only person. I don't know nobody in fucking LA. So if I move to LA with you, 
There will be no friends there for me. There will be no vehicle there for me to drive because I don't have a license. Um, I don't have no job set up. So financially, I would be depending on you. And I've never been in a position in life where I have to fully depend on a man. So there was a lot of like, "Mm, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Mm, I don't know if I can um, solely just be able to move around on the man that I'm in a relationship's dime that does not legally owe me shit. Now, whether you want to share shit with me or you want to take care of me because you care, that's one thing. But financially, I could do this big ass move from New York to LA and be out there on my ass with whatever that might happen in a relationship and you might feel a shift. His thing was... This is not the same relationship. This is like another example of a man being unsure about what they want to do in a relationship. His thing was, in the past, when we were in college, um, well, he already graduated and I was in college, I had broke up with him. Not because he did something bad or um, I did something bad, but it was just too new and it was too different of what I was used to. And I had keys to his place. Um, You know, we were spending a lot of time together. It was all this happy shit, but it was mannerisms about him that I wasn't used to in a man or um, ways that he would like just carry himself. And I was like, I don't know if I want this. So that's why we I broke up with him. So this second time we were trying the relationship, um, he was unsure and it was kind of like he was scared to um, have me come out there because he was like, what if you just wake up one day and you say you don't want to be there? And my thing was like, what if one day we get into whatever, we get into a problem and you just be like, um, we're broken up. You need to move. You need to leave. Like... <laughs> Like, and you can't build a relationship on unsureness. And and that was a halt in that relationship. And eventually the not talking and the not, you know, explaining yourself and, you know, what do you want to do from now with us, with this relationship was never said. I had to take the executive decision and be like, okay, we done. Like, I'm not about to go through days of you not speaking, days of you not answering emails. The audacity of you to call my friends and my mom and tell her Happy New Year's, but you're not talking to me? Like, to me, that shit was some bitch shit. So that was relationship number three. The one that I felt the most lonely, loneliest in was relationship number five and... Being that I knew him for years before I had kids and like, sir, if you hot and cold, we can't do this. If you having like something depression wise and you're not explaining it to me, we can't do this. I can't build a relationship on unsureness and nobody should have to build a relationship on some unsureness, right? I remember telling him, if we don't work, I'd be single for years and I'm done with having kids. Because <clears throat> kids is not a decision you make 
when you six months into a relationship. Kids is not a decision you make when you a year in to a relationship. Kids is not a decision you make when you um really like a person, right? Now that I'm mature about it and I already I'm already two kids deep, right? The next person at that time that I would want to have a relationship with would be the person that I want to build a life with, the person that I would want to, quote unquote, possibly marry, right? So if at that time, at that age that I was, that was not going to happen, I knew that I did not want any more kids past 35. Now, fast forward, I am 34, but at the same time, I am not in a relationship. Okay, so from now till my next birthday, what is it? Um, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. That's exactly nine months. <laughs> it's not happening. I'm not in no relationship. Um, I'm not about to have no kid in six months if I get into one right now. That's out the question. So kids for me right now is out the question and I'm not saying I'm not having any more kids because I physically can't because if I wanted to I could I'm saying the way my relationships have played out and my experiences with the men I've had kids with played out and My feelings while being pregnant and my feelings while giving labor were negative. (laughs) I'm not doing it for a third time. And um, he always thought I was crazy when I said this. I'm just like, dog, I don't want kids past 35. And he always had an idea that he would want one more. He has a boy and a girl. I have two girls. And he always had the idea that he would want one more. So once that relationship ended, I knew I was not having any more kids. So here we are. I'm a week out to my surgery of annihilating my fallopian tubes and taking them out. Because I don't want more kids. But it's kind of dramatic in that sense. But the thing is, no woman wants to feel alone in her relationship. Whatever y'all have a situationship, if y'all have a um, long-term relationship, if y'all are fiancé, if y'all are married, nobody wants to feel alone in that shit. Because <clears throat> when you feel alone in that shit, you, um, you find other outside things without that person to fill in those holes. And then that person starts to feel like, well... If you don't want to hang out with me, what the fuck you got going on? Or if you don't want to do this, what's going on? Like, what's the problem? And there really being no problem really there. It's the fact that y'all are not connecting. Y'all don't have any chemistry. The other person is lost on what the fuck y'all doing. And nobody wants to feel like that. There are millions of people with people in relationships feeling lonely as fuck. And I don't know about you, but I don't want a body. I want a person who is present and consistent in a relationship with me. And if you can't do that, that's okay. Just leave me alone. It is okay to be single. Okay?
Um, no one wants to feel single in a relationship. So if you find yourself feeling single in a relationship, you let this person know, I feel single. And they tell you, but you're not single. How many times did that person have to tell you, I feel single for you to get a clue like, okay, I'm not spending enough time or there's something I'm not saying or we're not connecting. I need to do something different. And for me and my experience, when I voice like, I feel single, um, I don't know why you super distant. I don't know what to do with this. The fact that we don't live together and I don't live close by you. This feels awkward as fuck. I don't know what your mood is. Um, and I can't gauge it. And it was the response was, but you're not single. So what you want? Pussy on ice? And that's where like that episode came from when I was talking about pussy on ice. It's kind of like, if you just wanted someone that you would uh, like go out of town to see and fuck on, and talk to sometimes, say that. But for you to feel like this is a positive relationship, it's working out great, uh, she's happy, I'm happy, and I'm telling you I feel single as fuck, and you telling me but I'm not single, you basically want pussy on ice. And pussy on ice is just like, pussy you know is not out with other dick. Pussy you know that's not dating. Pussy you know that's not doing nothing hoish that you know is safe and you can visit from time to time. And that's okay if both of y'all agree that this is what this is, but I never agreed to that shit, but that's what it felt like. And, you know, whether, you know, he wanted to help me or do whatever, or, you know, he even made plans on moving to Atlanta um, to do uh, one of his old jobs that he he did and they would pay him, you know, the salary he wanted, he was going to move. But my thing is like, I don't even want you to move here. And I know you have kids and we can't even connect and, and have a discussion on what we need to discuss in order for this to go further. Like, why would you pick up your life and move when you own your house, you own your cars, you somewhere <laughs> with both of your kids, like what I look like telling you to move for a relationship where I don't even feel like we connected. That would be selfish. That would be selfish. So my thing is like, he wasn't a bad person, right? And people always ask me like, what, what did he do? What was wrong? He wasn't a bad person. He didn't do anything wrong to me. He was too guarded and unsure. And I can't do anything with a man that's too guarded and unsure that says we in a relationship. He wasn't a stable person to be my person. He wasn't, um, it wasn't that he wasn't financially stable. That man was good financially. It wasn't that he didn't own a home. He owned his home. It wasn't that um, he wasn't a great father he has always been a great father to his kids, right? It was connecting-wise, emotionally, intelligent-wise, um, being able to open up and being able to be the solution to the issues he had 
he hasn't even tried to tackle that yet. And I can't, I can't introduce someone to my children as a male figure with someone who hasn't tackled their shit yet. And I'm not a construction worker. I'm not going to beat down walls to to get through to you. You're going to have to break through your own walls and be open to me. I can't be a mom. I can't be a creative. I can't um, work 40 plus hours a week. I can't run errands. And I can't be in a relationship with a man who thinks I'm supposed to beat down his walls, pause, on his um, emotions and what he thinks in order to have a healthy relationship. That's not fair, right? It was too much work on top of the shit that I'm trying to make work. And so because I wasn't about to, you know, dig and keep asking you what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, and you not tell me, Women do that too. I don't have the energy for it. And if I'm telling you that I feel single in this relationship and your only response and solution is to tell me, but you're not single. What the fuck are we doing? And that's why that relationship didn't work. Um, It wasn't (laughs) that um, he did this. It didn't work. He disrespected me. It didn't work. Um, he cheated or I cheated, didn't work. It was not working. I voiced that it was not working. And he felt like because he would talk to me from time to time and throw money at issues that I would not take. Because to me, throwing money at issues is not going to fix the issue. This is going to lead to a new issue that you're going to have to throw money at. Um, It wasn't it. So once I did... Let him know. First of all, <laughs> the first time I try to break up with him, I try to break up with him through email because at least I know once you open this, I can tell when you open it. Um, it wasn't going to be through a phone call because sometimes he wouldn't answer. It wasn't going to be through text because he would read that shit and I say shit. So once he saw it the first time, he was like, man, he was like, we discussed it. And he was like, man, if you do this again, then it's done. If you... If you, um, what he say? If you don't answer when I call or whatever, then it's done. And I'm just like, dog, you can't give me ultimatums when you don't reciprocate on the other side. So, um, the, the, when we finally was like done, it was like when I was like over it. When I was over it. Like, I'm too grown to be beating down a man's walls emotionally and mentally for him to talk for him to be present and all of that shit so um I don't think that that person is a bad person I don't think they're a bad person at all I don't think any of my exes are bad people I just think they're not for me right so if you have a woman and you care about them and you love them and you want to grow with them if they voice anything about feeling alone in the relationship y'all have, there's something lacking. You need to figure out what the fuck it is before that person just leaves. And not everybody leaves a relationship on a negative note. 
Not everybody leaves a relationship because somebody was abused. Not everybody leaves a relationship because um, someone cheated. Not everybody leaves a relationship because someone was being um, just uncooperative. Some people leave relationships because they figure out that the person they're in a relationship with is not ready. And that's what that was. So I say this to say, a lot of people do feel alone in relationships, not just women. But I could only talk on the woman's side and I felt alone in that relationship. And so that's why that didn't work. <laughs> and um, that's all I have to say about that. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend. Be safe. Um, whoo! I will be recording all of next week's episodes on Sunday because I have surgery this upcoming week. Um, And that's that. Peace.